Blog Talk Radio.
my goodness, oh my goodness, Marvin Gaye coming back to us live, strong, and in charge. Marvin Gaye is the way of life. If you can figure out just what and how the vibration comes to you and moves you and makes you feel so good. Peace and blessings, each and every one of you, wherever you are, whatever time zone, and however you are receiving this. I am the king you never thought you'd see, giver and receiver of a deeper wisdom. I honor the divine in you and those who come before us. That is our ancestors. That is the energy of which we or the manifestation thereof, because there is only one source. And of that source, all things came forth, because before that, there was no thing. No thing. Yes, we come to you from this level of consciousness. So we figured we'd go ahead and throw at you the funky space reincarnation, because, hey, only you know if you belong. That's what kingology is about. We're about bringing you the deepest things to wake your mind up. Because every portion of every mind is still somewhere sleeping. None of us are fully awake. No one. So, Peace and blessings. I love you, people. Hey, I'm feeling so good. Apologize for those who may have been looking for this show last week. It did not materialize. I had to do what I had to do, and that was regroup. And I feel as though I have, and I give thanks. So, we decided to come to you with something that many people don't even have. A realization that exists. It's a book called The Opening of the Way. A lot of people do not understand the difference between allowing and resistance. You see, life is the energy of which we all live, move, and have our being. That is life. That is life. What you do with life is your living. So the question should always be, how are you living? You see, if you find your living is not what you want it to be, it's not life but it is the choices that you are making, have made, or you are undecided about that has you where you are. So I'm here doing a blog talk radio program. I'm here because I need to be here. And what I share is what I know. And you ask, how do I know? I know because I must know. You see, every aspect of our existence 
is interconnected. We are a part of a unified field, a rarefied energy field, an energetic force that holds all things together and in its place. There is no separation unless you choose it to be. In this episode, we are going to jump into a book called The Opening of the Way. Why are we doing this? Because you need to come to understand that this whole entire planet, Earth, is just a small particle in the magnet, the macrocosm of consciousness of which we barely have tapped not only the resources, but the understanding thereof. And there are so many aspects to explore. So many have attempted to share information, inform you. Did you hear the word inform you? Language, earth, has many. Yet, all languages are not spoken languages. There are languages that are manifested, created, and this is a prime example is a computer code. There's many of you who have no idea what I'm talking about when I talk about a computer code. But those who are in IT know exactly what I'm talking about. When I started to become involved in computer codes, there was Fortran and Cobalt. There was only two. Now, I'm blown out the water with what's available. The reason why I bring this up is because English is a relatively new language. And there is a reason for English, the, I guess one would call it the Indo-European lexicon that does not include all languages of the earth, but languages of the European aspect and the Indonesian aspect. All was one continent, so to speak, of which there are many languages, just two, as there are many languages throughout the world. But why is English one of the most pervasive languages on the planet? There, there has to be a reason. There are words that are utilized to help bring to you a deeper understanding. There are words that are used in other languages which English is the word would be 
insufficient to express it, to translate it correctly. So my spiritual name, which was given to me during a rites of passage program, is Oba Dele, you see, and is from a language from the mother continent of Africa, which is Yoruba. And it's two words that are put together, Oba meaning crown, and Dele meaning the king home, Dele meaning home. And so when you put those two words together, here's a name. It translates as something like the king reaches toward home, the king reaches for home. And what is the home of a king if it is not a kingdom? Inquiring minds want to know. So I bring this forth because there's a story that is often shared. But I want you to understand this portion. In every story, every myth, in every legend, every folklore, in every parable, in every fable is a message. What do you do with that information? The word inform. You understand where I'm going. Consist of in and form. These two words have a structure, speaks of structure, speaks of a location of structure and of formation. So to form something, you have to have something. And if there is nothing, then there is no form to form anything of or from. Two words, very unusual in and of themselves yet extremely important in understanding what you're doing. You can be of something, but not from something. You can be of something, but not from that thing of which you are of. You see, that's one of the reasons why I played Funky Space Reincarnation, because I live out there somewhere. That's just who I am. I can't fight this thing. It is who I am. I just happy there. So with that being said, what is it that we are bringing to form in you if it is not the kingdom? Because it is written, the kingdom of God is within you. But what does this mean? 
This means that every story that is ever told, every expression, is an expression of divine operation. Whether it has been tampered with or not, is not the question here. The identification is what we are talking about. And that identification is this. There was a time to where there was nothing. There was a time of which there was no time. You see, time is a created thing. And energy is the manifestation of all there is, whether it is tangible or whether it is not tangible. Energy is and always will be. You see, energy cannot be created. Did you hear what I said? Energy cannot be created or destroyed. That's why when they go, you hear that explosion thing called the atomic bomb thing. It appears as though there is this massive destruction thing going on, but in actuality, that's a transformation of energy. So energy does not and cannot be destroyed. It is only transformed into another space and time frequency or vibration. That monumental so information is what we bring because somehow, some way it is poured into me and I cannot act as if I'm supposed to have this information bottled up. It just doesn't make any sense. You see, we all are of this one earth. Now, get this. If Earth, one thing, just a particle in the macrocosm of this cosmos, and we come down and focus in upon it, then we get to see all the things that are happening on it. It's just like a virus. You can't see it. You enlarge it. And in these days and time, the day is February the 8th. Salute to my nephew who is now 37 years old. I just cut his hair not too long ago. And may the spirit of love continue to bless him and guide him and move him forward into the manhood that he is taking on the mantle thereof. We have to understand that in this living, 
this life energy of all there is. When you focus in on something, you get to see the bigger picture. A lot of people choose to focus in so deeply to where they concentrate on just one thing when there are thousands of things happening. I've shared with you before several times that it's just amazing to see the life force energy of a single cell, the same expression as is the earth. Let me explain. And I told you this before. An egg and a sperm are two separate cells come from, from two different places that come together. And for some reason, out of the over 400 million spermazoid cells, that come to receive of the one ovum, the egg. They come to be received of the ovum. And it is the egg itself that chooses out of the million, and who not to let in. Do you follow what I'm saying? You see, it is deeper than you could possibly imagine because there's a choice right there. The choice is right there of the over 500 million cells that seem to invade this space called the womb. To find the ovum, ask to be let in because birth does not happen at random. Oh no, because there is nothing random. Trust and believe me when I tell you this. The choosing begins. Right at the moment of action. So if you're not acting, then you are not choosing. Well, with that being said, we have the book here called The Opening of the Way. What you do with the information is to be first seen as someone's method of transmitting something special, something divinely constructed for your hearing. You see, divine operation has always been for expansion and fuller expression. This means the production of something that has not gone before, something entirely new, not included in the past experience, but proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth, the vibration of the earth in and of itself, changing the shamanic resonance, is shifting.
that's the earth frequency itself that was in harmony with the vibratory energy of humanity. But that energy, that resonance, has gone to a higher level of frequency. And so too must mankind. That's why there's so much turmoil everywhere. But you see, no one's going to tell you that. That's why I decided to allow spirit to have me settle, relax, and take last week off so I would know what direction to go this week. And with all of the craziness that has been going on, the storming of the Capitol, which is another story altogether, which is a combination of many stories that you have no idea existed before the beginning of time. Because remember, I told you there was a war in heaven. Let me give you, I'm going to get this out of, out of the way right now. The capital of the United States had people come from all over to come to a central location, if you will, headquarters, if you will, start a ruckus. It could have been a war. And people are looking for a war. People are looking for a revolution. But people need to recognize it's not about revolution. It is about the evolution of your spirituality. You see, we are in this big matrix of of of, of, of a con- conglomeration of all sorts of ideas and theories and theorems and what have you. But this is a world of over a seven-point person, an individual, just that the egg and the sperm creates the entire body of trillions of cells but it started from one source. You see where I'm going with this? All of this is interconnected. So the egg and the sperm is that which comes together and something, that process begins, which made you who you are today with five fingers, two hands, and a mind to think and to receive information that comes through messages that is constructed by the divine, through divine operation, to shift your paradigm. But it is your decision to choose or to reject. You see, yours is to attain the wisdom from the transmission of the messages and then remove that 
which no longer serves your best and highest good for the positive transformation of creation. You see, each and every one of us are here for the continuation of creation, nothing else. That is our purpose. And to understand that purpose, you have to embrace the spirit of truth, which goes by many names. Some people call it the Holy Dove. Some people call it the Holy Ghost. Some people call it the Holy Spirit. But the spirit of truth leads all men to freedom. It is written, for the truth shall set you free. You see, the lake can only reflect what it sees because the lake is a body of water as is all water, which is flexible and reflectable and fluid. If you pour water into a pot, it becomes the pot. If you pour water into the cup, it becomes the cup. Water is not compressible. If you anything and you go to smash water, all it's going to do is disperse. If you jump into the pool with your body wide open. You don't be absorbed by the water. You crash into the water. That's why they call it a belly flop because the water is going to move when the water wants to move and the water cannot be held back when the water to move forward. That's why you have to monitor the dam on a regular basis. That's why the water couldn't be held back. When Katrina, the hurricane, came forth because they were not ready. You are the power of the force of the thing that you are reflective of. So as Bruce Lee says, be like water, my friend. You see, you are the power of the thing which you are representative of because we all must represent, because we all are representatives and we represent that which we are representative of. Remember, there was a time to where you was just only an egg and a sperm. But can you remember that? No. Your, your memory is not going to allow you to go that far back. But there is only one mind. And the vibration of attuning to that one energy teaches you, guides you, directs you, and identifies with that which is so much bigger than anything you can possibly imagine, 
or even comprehend. Let's give you a gift from Beyonce. Bigger.
life is your birthright. They hid that in the fine print. Take that and rewrite it. Wow. You see, the word remember, interesting word indeed. All words are very interesting. You understand in the beginning was the word, but words are very interesting. Remember, 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 remember means to put back together that which once was. Put back together that which once was. Put back together that which once was. Remember. So we think that that has something to do with thinking. So we try to remember. But why are we all here on this planet? Is it not that we are here to Remember, is it not that we are here to put the puzzle back together again? You see, something happened to cause the mindset of separation to be accepted instead of rejected. Now, listen. Allow and resist or reject two different words that have different meanings in so many different ways. But all mythology that has been is for a reason. We're talking about a book today that. I'm only going to give you an hour's worth of time today because I respect your time and I appreciate you checking me out, listening to what I have to share. By I can be found on many platforms. Search me out. It's okay. My name is King, K-I-N-G. My last name is Teesdell, T. E-A-S-D-E-L-L. And I come today to introduce to you a book called The Opening of the Way. You see, the Christ has no religion. Listen to what I'm saying. Because you 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 you, you, you got to listen to words. Religion Aren't you Rewriting something here What is Religion If it is not something that you do Religiously then is it really a religion If you're not doing it Religiously then what are you Doing Oh, man, there's so much to share. But time is a created thing, and so are we. So let us operate harmoniously to utilize these 
things wisely because we all are representing all representing something and you cannot represent anything without being representative of the power and the authority you have been granted so the way is what the Christ the son of God had come to share with us and it just so happened there's this book called The Opening of the Way, a practical guide to the wisdom teachings of ancient Kemet. I use the word Kemet because Egypt is a totally different word and it has nothing to do with what your thoughts are for everybody in the scriptures. Think about this. Went to Egypt. Even the Christ, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, They went to Egypt. When the 33 years of the Christ was written about, there's a certain period of time that is missing. And when you go to seek out this information, it is believed and supposedly documented that even this Son of God spent time in Egypt again. Moses, where did he go to Egypt? Going on with that. Before Moses, what was happening in Egypt? You see what I'm saying? There was a guy named Joseph, he went to Egypt. There's there's so much that is not told to us. But let's do some reading here, shall we? Because remember, I told you about this word called remember. And of the many stories there are, there's what's called Egyptian mythology, if you will. And there's a story about this guy named Osiris who was torn to bits and murdered by his brother, Seth, who dismembered him. Remember the word, remember, but now I'm telling you, dismembered. Dismembered and cast off his body parts. Now, his sister, a female energy, gathered together the limbs and the body parts and put them back together, remembered him. And he became a divine being. Some people consider the correlation very interesting. But you see, every story is the interpretation through the mind of the physicality of consciousness of man, of energy that he is attempting to better understand. But the only understanding he has is this of the physical world. So the translations thereof are many and vast because you need to be aligned properly to get the story right. 
And how can you do this if all if we all don't come together so that we can come together to get this story together like it ought to be? So the introduction of the opening of the way reads as follows. Modern man is the product of several centuries of cerebral culture. He has taught himself so much that he imagines he can progress unaided, simply regarding evolution as the logical development and mutual adaptation of cells, organs, and faculties. This state of mind professes to explain the universe and man by reason and reason only, without supposing there to be any creative cause. It has, of course, strengthened the notion of free will, for if man has no other cause to consider beyond himself, if he is supreme in nature and the rational faculty supreme in man, then obviously he cannot admit the existence of any natural laws or forces other than those which his reasoning faculties can analyze. And this faculty seems to him to exist as a logical means of subjecting natural forces to his control into human nature has therefore taken a biological, chemical, and largely mechanistical direction with a purely analytical and Cartesian view of science. Cartesian, you say? What the heck is that? Well, those who know Descartes come to understand that he's the guy who says, I think, therefore I am. Those who use terminology from the Cartesian aspect are referring to René Descartes, who was also known as Cartesius. You see, Cartesian logic is a very simple line of questioning attributed to René Descartes, who was a French philosopher in the 15th and 16th century. The end result will determine the next step to take. A result of logic all points towards the same answer is what he believed. You see, Cartesian adopt an ontological dualism of two finite substances, mind and matter. The essence of mind is self-conscious thinking. The essence of matter is extension in three dimensions. God is a third whose essence is necessary existence. So, the Cartesian view of science is those things which are being shared the mind of man has seen things from a biological point of view or chemically and mechanically put things together. That's what we're here to do. I mean, that's what man is, you see. So why don't we identify that, recognize that, and come together as we are? Because 
this is where we'll find the answer through the spirit of truth. But there's so much confusion to where people are all messed up. So let me finish that paragraph. It says, research into human nature has therefore taken a biological, chemical, and largely mechanistic direction with a purely analytical and Cartesian view of science and has come up with no constructive answers to the questions of how life ought to be lived. You see why Spirit led me to bring to you this book, The Opening of the Way, because your mind needs to be freed from mental slavery. It has to be freed from mental slavery if you expect to evolve. The next paragraph goes as follows. But science, oriented thus to the increase of material comforts, has created new needs, and these in turn have developed in man a keen sense of envy and a terrible sense of haste, and a terrible sense of haste, and a terrible sense of hate. Did I say hate? My bad. That's not in the book, but this is 2021, and we just came out of 2020. Those were years, people, so if you're listening to this 20, 50 years from now, I'm talking about an amazing situation. Remember I told you about the Capitol was stormed and how these people came from all over the place? Well, those who are listeners to my story know that there was a war in heaven. And if you think about the book of Job, in the book of Job, it says this strange passage kind of goes like this. The sons of God themselves to the Lord and the devil came with them. So from all points of the earth, because that's what he said, I was traveling to and fro trying to find out who I may devour. And then there came this challenge. And that's why Job went through the suffering that he did to glorify the source of creation. That's what that was all about. But the reason I bring this up is because the war in heaven was about that. They stormed the capital, people. The war in heaven was when there was a revolt. They stormed the headquarters, and the archangel Michael fought and won the battle and cast the leader of that resistance, along with his followers, down to the earth. Fate it only recreates in another time and space. I want you to use that, think on that for your consideration. So let me do the next paragraph, and we'll just pick up next week. But science oriented thus to the increase of material comfort 
has created new needs, and these in turn have developed in man a keen sense of envy and a terrible sense of haste. The envy has become a social malady, a social malady, and the sense of haste is so tyrannical that much thought is spent on trying to satisfy the need for it. Hence, the feverish, the feverish search for anything which will indulge the senses and the emotions until in the end an emotional stimulus is valued only for its violence. But whether the effect of its indulgence is good or harmful, nobody knows or cares. Wow. Wow. That's pretty deep. Crazy thing about that. Is this book was not written last week. <laughs> it's written. With the copyright of 1979. Of material. That is ancient, long before Christianity was even invented. Just to say that it's well over 200,000 years old. Uh, Well, maybe not that, maybe 2,000 years old. So, listen, people, I really appreciate you listening being here with me and I hope that I've given you love something to empower your inner being to touch you to reach you to bless you something to Activate your spirit. So, I want to play for you Spirit in closing from Disney's Lion King. Thank you, Beyonce. We love you too. Until next week, people. Assalamu alaikum. Hotep. Abaragani. Benishiwa. Odabo. Shalom. Namaste.
your hand. 